Welcome to Engineering Success. I'm your host, Jamie Hutton, and in each episode we'll bring you an influential and inspiring guest from the world of engineering, science, technology and mathematics. Sharing fascinating insights into their career journeys, we'll explore the challenges they face, how they keep motivated and what the future holds for them. Speaking candidly about the engineering and other STEM-related industries, we'll find out what's made these successful people successful. This is Engineering Success. Welcome to episode number 38 of Engineering Success with our very special guest, Mo Oyatunji, a quality specialist in the medical device industry. Mo previously worked as a materials and corrosion engineer within the oil and gas industry for over a decade and is very much passionate about teaching and inspiring kids about STEM subjects. She is the owner of Asa West, a UK-based fashion retailer established in 2017 and is also the founder of More Blessed to Give charity established in 2012 which provides outreach and support for homeless men, women and kids as well as financially supporting individuals for higher education in Nigeria. Mo is also the host of the 360 Lady podcast, a podcast that inspires and equips women to be the highest and healthiest version of themselves. She became a member of AFBE in 2018 and is currently a board member leading the Gala Awards 2023. Hi Mo and welcome to Engineering Success. It's great to have you on the podcast today. Hi Jamie, great to be here on your podcast. Yeah, thanks for being here. Can we start right at the beginning? What first got you interested in engineering? For me, I think it was when I was um, probably about eight. Um, I remember being, you know, seeing someone on crutches and, you know, I thought, oh, like, you know, I was just sort of wondering like how he was like walking and what happened to him and his limb. And that was sort of, you know, where I started asking questions like, can't he get like an artificial leg? And right. I just started researching. And one of my uncles, um, he had a pacemaker. And when I met him, I was sort of thinking, wow, like, how did he get that? Do you know what I mean? Like, what exactly? <laughs> how did how did he get there? You know, trying to understand like metal being in someone's body yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. just trying to understand the physics of it. And I just got really interested in um, instruments being in the human body. Right. So my, I mean, my mom's a doctor, so it was more or less like, oh, medicine or engineering. But I was sort of interested in the both. So that was sort of the age I started getting getting the interest in in engineering. Right. So, so then, what route did you take into the industry? Um, I did a formal education. So, yeah. um, I I schooled in Sheffield. I did material science and engineering. Um, and then I further did corrosion control engineering. So delves deep into engineering <laughs> <laughs> yeah so two degrees two degrees, two degrees i have a master's and a bng yeah yeah right okay yeah yeah so and, and so at the moment you're a quality engineer working at yeah. striker mm -hmm. uh, but i know that isn't how your career started 
Yeah. Uh, I know it started somewhere else and you morphed into the career <laughs> that you are now. Can you tell us that story? Because I think it's a really good story and it highlights what engineering it's... is all about. <laughs> It does. It does. And it's a, it's a really, it's a, I tell people it's my squiggly career because um, <laughs> I started off um, wanting to do biomedical engineering because back 15 years ago, there was nothing um, called med tech industry. Right. Yeah. And I really wanted to do biomedical engineering because I really love, love math. I love math, but I also love biology. So it was kind of like, you know, it's not quite medicine, but it's not quite fully engineering. So I was yeah. like, do you know, what? I'll do the both. Um, but somehow, some way, you know, um, so I'm from a Nigerian background and like, you know, you have the father figures, you have your uncles and they were like, <laughs> what is biomedical engineering? No, you're either doing medicine or you're doing engineering. <laughs> so I thought, uh, okay, do you know what? And then they, they advise, they actually advise, you know, do material science and engineering. And then um, once you're done with that, you can do whatever you want to do in um, for your master's. So I did material science and engineering, like I mentioned, in Sheffield. Um, yeah. But because I was still interested in, you know, <laughs> that sector of biomedical engineering, I did my final year project in tissue engineering. Right. So basically use polymers um, and electrosponics to make a, a, a conduit, basically like a nerve regeneration. So you use the polymer, you electrospin it, and it forms a conduit. So when someone's nerve breaks... Um, they actually, you can put it in there, which makes it biodegradable, biocompatible. So it just really melts out, right. you know, like your, your, your thread, for example, if you have a stitch that melts away, so yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. the same sort of format. So um, that was um, what I did for my final year project. Cause I was just still really interested in it. And then um, I went to Nigeria. Um, there's something called NYSC where you should serve. And I, I initially sort of served for like three months in a in a hospital you know looking at their instruments MRI right. CT scans but then I started working in Shell Shell Nigeria um the oil company yeah and you know I just quite I, to be honest with you I think it was more of the money <laughs> than anything else because <laughs> I thought hmm in oil and gas it's actually a money-making industry why yeah, not yeah. if not um so I also sort of had some because I always try to have mentors in wherever I go so I had some mentors who said yeah you know do corrosion control engineering because it's, it's specific and you know you can be an SME or whatever so yeah I came back to Manchester and did um, a master's in corrosion control engineering and from then on I just got really sucked into oil and gas industry <laughs> um got a job came to Aberdeen um started working in the oil and gas industry um and I did that for 10 10 11 years right. and then um I decided you know what I, I I just got really uncomfortable in 2021 and I thought to myself like I want to do what I want to do and I actually had this um Microsoft Word sheet that I in fact I, I thought it got damaged but I'd written my plan and said how <laughs> I was going to be a biomedical engineer working I actually said America but I'm not in America now but <laughs> <laughs> I wrote I wrote I was going to be in the biomedical engineering industry right. you know working for a company and I found that note and it just rekindled that dream and you know that what I'd longed for and I just started applying to places, like just went on LinkedIn, just started meeting people, talking to people, yeah. messaging people, unashamed. <laughs> <laughs> Until um, I met someone working in um, Stryker and, you know, applied to the interview. And there I am living my dream <laughs> and yeah. loving it. So that's how I found myself here. Yeah. 
because it's ama- it's amazing that you know engineering you've got so many in- interchangeable skills that you be you can change from one career to another and it and it yeah. can be quite seamless can't it did yeah, you find yeah. did you find it quite seamless or was it tough going from like the materials and stuff into what you're doing now it was I say seamless. Um, you still have to learn some things because it's a totally different sector. Yeah, yeah, they do yeah. things quite differently. But in terms of the foundation, you sort of have the skills of, you know, math, science, materials, because yeah. we use a lot of materials in in medtech industry as well. So everything was transferable. And like people ask me, like, in all your like 11 years, like, did you regret it? And I'm like, no, because I actually use some of the things I used to use back then. I still use it now and it's just knowledgeable. You never lose from it. It's very transferable, very transferable. Yeah. So, so then what would your number one piece of advice be for somebody thinking about a career in engineering? Um, I would say um, maybe two things network and don't be afraid to ask for help. Right. Um, for me, when I was um transitioning, I sort of I, I built connections. Um, that's that's one thing. No matter your age, and yeah. I tell this to my mentees as well, make connections, talk to people who have been there before you. Cause yeah. it's it's I mean, you don't want to make mistakes, right? So you might as well no. learn from people who have made the mistakes for <laughs> you and then <laughs> have a nice news, right? Yeah. Um, but but that's 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 my number one advice. Um, because really engineering can be challenging, right? But yeah it's it's rewarding um like i'm i'm fulfilled in what i'm currently doing doing now and you encounter difficulties but it's really just asking people how did you do this you know how how did you get here just making that connection building that connection because relationships are a big thing for me and i always tell people that so network build that connection ask people questions never get tired of asking questions yeah, but do you think it can sometimes be a bit daunting for, for a young person, you know, approaching, you know, a professional person on LinkedIn or something like that? It, it can be, can't it? It can, it can, it can. But I say, like, like if you be, if you start from young, and I encourage parents to encourage their children, like, if yeah. you start them from young, you know, just little, like, Lego challenges, you know, um, attend, like, AFB Next Gen, for example, um, like, they do, like, a school program, like, program, like, just the little things, even coding, you see like five, six year olds do coding and you're like, what? You know, it's just building it. And after a while you think it's easy peasy, but you've actually built it just like you build a house. Yeah. 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 So it's it's key. Yeah. So, so then how do you think we can try and enthuse the next generation? Hmm. That's a good, good question. Um, Because it's, it's more or less building them up, like I said, and really having that role models. Yeah. Um, for me, um, I find myself really, I find myself, should I say hopeful when I see <laughs> people who have passed the roots, have actually passed and, you know, they're thriving. Yeah. Um, even like the gender disparity between like male, female and engineering. We all know that there are obviously more, more males than females. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, just seeing closing that gap and seeing someone like you um, in whatever position he may be. Um, I think it's, it's a big one really. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really, really big one. Yeah. And do you, do you think we try and need to, to make it a bit more exciting because, you know, 
people usually think engineering is quite boring. There's actually a game that um we um was formed for AFB um and I know they do that in England, make engineering hot. Um yes, but do, then yeah. there's a there's a there's a game called Spot the Engineer. So um they get people, famous people like your Britney Spears and like your Beyonce, and they actually get like an actual engineer, like yeah. Jeff Bezos or some someone you know and they ask spot the engineer and as a child you know you, you look at Homer Simpson and you look at different other people and you think mm, no he's an athlete he's an he's an actor no that yeah. is the engineer so a bit of fun to it as well totally yeah. agreed totally totally agreed yeah 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 so so then what do you think are the biggest challenges ahead uh, for the industry hmm I think for the industry, I would say maybe two things. I'd say um, cybersecurity is a big one yeah. um, because for any company, actually, there's a lot of technologies advancing, right? Um, you hear of different technology tech, like things are happening every time. And it's really crucial that the, the hackers are out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hackers out there they're they're also keeping updated with the trends yeah. if that makes sense so I, I think as technology advances um and it becomes integrated into engineering in whatever sector and this cuts across all sectors um defense oil and gas med tech you know every single thing i think addressing this challenge would be key um because it's 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 a it's a big one also yeah. sustainability because i know in my company it's a huge one um for us sustainability trying to get more sustainable materials um even in oil and gas as well as you know you know net yeah. zero like yeah. it's sustainability is a big one at least for the next 5 10 15 years it's it's a big one and everyone's trying to be green yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. it's important as well for our climate yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah uh you touched on it earlier um have you had any mom mentors that have helped you and continue to help you along your journey Yes, I do. In fact, like I thing is I have lots of so so I tell people have a coach, have a mentor and have a sponsor. Yes. Um I've had a few coaches and I do have um some mentors um in different segments because I do so many different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so I sort of want to have like a career mentor and you know entrepreneur, you know. So I, I do have mentors in like yeah. the different things I'm I'm doing. So yes, I do. Um, obviously, my mom's my mom as well. I, she's she's I I she's 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 an inspiration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That actually leads on to another question a little bit later, actually. Uh, but before that, how do you actually keep yourself motivated? Mm, wow, <laughs> that is a good question because I'm still. Um, and the thing is, motivation can. I'm still learning, and yeah. motivation goes up and down. Um, yeah, sometimes you're, you're not as motivated but for me I try to um celebrate the little wins um because you you will have some days where you would be not motivated yeah. and very demoralizing um demoralized um I think you know celebrating your little wins go on Instagram share your post that you did um share that podcast yeah. um share that little thing that you 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 do and really surrounding yourself um I pride myself in having a good um network of girlfriends and like friends really um yeah. just a support system um really people that will celebrate you encourage you as well kind of stay you know once in a while you think oh my god I've done such a bad horrible job but they're like oh no like it was fab yeah, you yeah, know just yeah. just that it just keeps you going 
Yeah. Um, I think it's really important to surround yourself with um, people as well. Relationships are big for me. So I think surrounding yourself with people, celebrating those little wins, it reminds you of why you actually are doing certain yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So, so then who or what is your biggest inspiration? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's... Mm. And I know it sounds cliche, like, oh, my mom being my inspiration. Um, but, but I say that because um, she indeed, because like I mentioned earlier, she's a doctor, right? Yeah. And um, when I was just one, my dad um, passed away. Um, right. He passed away in a, in a car accident. And I had my two older brothers. So we were three kids in total. And she had to take care of three kids um, at the age of 31. Um, very young and she still sort of pulls through Um, she's a medical doctor and I I kind of remember you know how we would go like she would she'll be on call like as a doctor yeah yeah like we'll go to a hospital with her and then from there we'll go to school afterwards in the morning and you know she would still do assignments with us like I don't know how she found the time but like still do assignments (laughs) um, with her and like she also did extracurricular things as well so like trying to balance it all and I see that in my life now trying to I I do a lot of things so it's really just creating that balance and really balancing every single thing I think it's a it's a huge like for me I don't know if I can fit in those shoes but (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you can (laughs) it's 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 inspiring you know just to see and even till now as well she's still working and yeah it's 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 inspiring to see another person that um I'd say, you know, um, inspires me and also how he does it um, is Ollie yeah. um, of AFB um, Association for Black and Minority Ethnic Engineer. He's the co- co-founder with Nike. But like, I just don't know how he does it. Like, <laughs> he's a father, he's a mentor, he's, yeah. you know, it's 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 for me, um, a lot of people who inspire me are people who have a balance um, and it's not easy to keep that balance because it's yeah. like a fulcrum it's like you're trying to do both a lot of things not even two things yeah, yeah but you're yeah. trying to do everything and you're also trying to make sure that um one of it is not suffering and I think um there's a lot of wisdom in knowing when to take a step back to say oh yeah I might you know <laughs> yes keep this aside and it's yeah, you know yeah. seeing those people and how they've handled such situations it's yeah. really inspiring I'd say yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're part of the next gen uh, STEM team for AFB, like you, like you said, oh, yeah. uh, and you're also coordinating the biennial awards for AFB UK, which are taking oh, yeah. place in Aberdeen in November. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us more about the awards? Uh, when the nominations uh, open, I believe they open this month. How to nominate, and more importantly, how we can all get there and, and be part of that special day. So, um, first off, um, I'm going to say this year is going to be phenomenal. And I'm not just trying to say, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really, um, I'm, I'm excited to um, be part of it. Yeah. And it's happening on the 23rd of November. Yeah. It's going to be at PNJ Live in Aberdeen, Scotland. Very great venue. And we're expecting 500 guests. So just to give you a bit of context, last two years, we had um, 200, well, it was supposed to be 200, but you know how last minute people are like, oh yeah, I want to get a ticket. (laughs) And we ended up having a lot more um, than we planned. Um, 
So here's my advice. Um, you will find the tickets on www.afbeast.org and you can get your tickets from there. Don't right. be late. Don't be those that extra person because <laughs> once we have 500 gets, that's, guests, it. The, that's it. We're not, right. you know, because um, it's it's going to be a great night. Also, yeah. like for planning, um, there's going to be lots of entertainment as well. The awards, there are a lot of companies who want, because right now we have four, um, categ- five categories of awards. Yeah. We have Young BME um, Professional. We have Mentor of the Year. We have company of the year. Um, we also have um, young professional um, of the, well, we have young professional of the year. And we, we call it young, but it's really just, it's not an ageism thing, but it's right. how many years of experience and yeah, yeah, career yeah. That, that you have. Um, and then I think I've mentioned the last one, BME, BME leader of the year. Yeah. So um, it's it's really just these categories. You can go on the website um, and just there's a form going to be there from end of next week right. you nominate who you want to be there who you want to get any of those awards and it could be anything you can nominate yourself as well <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you think in your heart of hearts <laughs> that you should get that young <laughs> professional yeah, yeah. A, a professional award then yeah. feel free you know go there nominate someone nominate that company if you think your company is doing well um we're also um, looking for sponsors as well if you would love to um, be a sponsor um it comes with some perks which i'll just keep you wanting but the perks are very 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 good um right. some of it include tickets as well yeah um it's 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 gonna be a great night um i'm looking forward to it we have entertainment good food how can i forget the food how can <laughs> we forget the food uh, so the food is gonna be good as well and even just from the test like people testifying and like from the two years ago yeah. It was it was a great night. Apart from the fact that we were just coming out of COVID. Yeah. Um, oh my yeah. days. Like it was everyone was just chatting away and you could just see the beam and like everyone was just so yeah, pleased to yeah. be around each other. Yeah. So it, it it was it was a good night and we're really looking to forward to this one because it's gonna be bigger. We're having yeah. double the size, more yeah. than double. So it will be so, a great night. So nominations open from the 17th of February. February. Yes. Yeah. Yes, seventeenth of February. Tickets are available on the same day. Everything as well. Be everything's everything's going to be happening on that day. So there's early bird. Early bird is from seventeenth of February yeah. up until um, the end of March. So for, so from first of April, you pay full price. So as I'm talking, <laughs> as you're listening, getting early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go onto the website now and book those tickets. <laughs> exactly. So we have students early bird student prices. Um, we also have. Um, standard student prices we also have early bed professional um prices and then we have professional prices as well so it's it's yeah get in there early get your tickets because once you once the tickets are done we're not getting extra (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, so you can't squeeze any more people. No, no more. We'll just we'll we'll probably show you snippets after the whole night is done. That's 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 the list, just the most you get. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so as well as your, as your full-time job uh, and working for AFBE, uh, you're also the owner of a, of a fashion retailer, your own fashion label, and the founder of More Blessed to Give Charity. Yes. Um, and you also have a podcast, uh, The 360 Lady. Um, <laughs> how you fit it in, I will never know. <laughs> Can you tell us more about the podcast to start with and, and what, it actually, uh, what, what it actually does and why it's there and what made you think about it? 
Um, so the 360 Lady podcast is okay. So I'll tell you how we started. Um, I started the 360 Lady podcast in 2021. Right. Um, it was yeah, during COVID. Yeah, just remember a lot of things happened during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was during COVID, and it really stemmed from a place where um I felt I should be doing more. Right. And I was really just drawn to women, you know, how a lot of women struggled and, you know, some women thought because they're taking care of their kids, they can't have a career because, you know, I know a few people who, you know, they kind of, I don't want to say resent, but they can't do both. And, you know, they feel there's a void and they feel they're incomplete. They feel they're not worthy. They feel they're not enough. You know, so that's where it stemmed from. And it's really a podcast to encourage women um, to also en- enlighten them, them, educate them as well. So sometimes I, I get guests as well to really be the healthiest um, version of themselves yeah. and knowing that they are complete, even in the state they're at. Yeah, really, because um, because at the end of the day, if we really dig deep into how we are created, there's something in you you have a talent it doesn't have to be multiple but you have one thing that you're good at but it's really just finding it tapping into it and evolving it so really just um speaking to women of all ages so teenagers youths mamas mothers (laughs) aunties grandmas everyone you know so talking about parenting talking about singlehood career everything marriage every single thing even food and exercise um every single thing and really just it's it's really just a podcast to let women know that they can be the healthiest versions of themselves yeah yeah Yeah. so the 360 lady available on all podcast apps all podcast platforms every single thing (laughs) i will put a link on the website as well Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and can you share with us a little bit more about your charity? Yes, um, my charity is called More Blessed to Give um, Charity. And I'm sure you're wondering what the, um, the name is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, there's a verse, because I'm Christian, and there's a verse in the Bible that says, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's really just talking about giving. And that's how the name came up. And it started in 2012, right. sorry, 2012, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, 2012, yeah, yeah. Um, and it really just started, because um, I, I used to go back to Nigeria, um, and I would, in, during Christmas, I would just, you know, pack, like, food, literally, that's how, that's how we started, you know, right. like, did, like, takeaway bowls, put, like, drink, like, a can Coke drink, and yeah. maybe got a few mugs, um, and then put in the pack, and literally, literally just went out to homeless um, people who were homeless and just gave them food right okay. um, but it evolved I did that for a couple of years with my friends as well you know send an email donate some money and it, yeah. it was like a fun thing you know how you know starting out and then it evolved and I thought to myself like you know they're gonna eat that food and they're gonna poop it out um that night um <laughs> but <laughs> um how do we make things sustainable how do we put an imprint on them And then it evolved to getting provisions for them. So like mosquito nets and soaps and toothbrushes and toothpastes and, you know, just little things, Serilac and, you know, food for, you know, the mothers, the kids. And that's how we started. And then over the years, in the seventh year, we decided to actually, no, in the sixth year, we decided to start sponsoring um, students who 
did not like they they do exceptionally well but they can't afford to pay for their school fees right okay so we started doing that so we would yeah. pick about five students who did not like couldn't afford to pay for their fees and if you think about it how much are the fees their fees are like two hundred dollars right um sometimes even less yeah um and really just help them through through school so we've done that since 2016 and um i'm I'm still doing that we do do it every Mm. christmas and three years ago we decided to also add on cleft palettes so cleft palette kids is called we we partner with smile train so they they help with um kids mainly kids who have the cleft palettes which is a deformed lip um so we've been partnering with them last year we were able to sponsor seven kids right um to do the surgeries so the surgery will be done this year and it really just changes um their lives and it's really about giving back to people and you know really letting people understand that you're privileged you know um so why not give like it is actually more blessed to give than to even receive we all want to grab 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 and receive but (laughs) Yeah. If you think about it, there are people out there who need need yeah. need help. So yeah. support. Amazing, them. amazing work. Amazing yeah. work. Yeah. Thank you. Um so, so finally looking forward, uh, Mo, what does the future hold for you? Wow. That is such a big one. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a big one. Um a lot of things like um and I love to dream the same way I dreamt 15 years ago that I'll be in this industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love to dream a lot, you know. Um, and I actually did a growth growth map, you know, just see myself in like 10 years or like 20 years where I'd be. But um, I see a future where um I'm making an impact globally, not just nationally, right. um, touching lives and really evolving into the best version of myself. Yeah. And not just evolving, but also leaving a legacy behind. Because if I die today, I want to leave a legacy behind that people remember me, not for really like what I've done, but for who I am, you know, because yeah. you can do so many things. But it's when you're finally gone, what would they remember you as? Yeah, yeah. And that's the legacy. And that's what I want to leave. Yeah. That's an amazing answer. <laughs> amazing oh, answer. Thank you. Thank so, you. Uh, well, that's it. Thank you so much for being thank on the podcast today. Thank you so today. much, Jamie. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was really lovely being here and chatting with you. It's great to, great to have you on the show. Cheers. Okay, thank you for listening to episode number 38 of Engineering Success with the amazing Moa we had great fun recording this episode and Mo is a hugely talented engineer who is making a massive impact with all the work she does. Mo works tirelessly to promote engineering with the work she does for AFBE UK whilst also having her own clothing brand, the charity she has set up More Blessed to Give and also her podcast The 360 Lady. All the links can be found on Mo's podcast webpage. Mo's charity, More Blessed to Give, is aimed at helping to alleviate poverty, advancing education for young adults and supporting cost of surgeries for children born with unilateral cleft lips. If you would like to sign up to help, the email address can be found on Mo's podcast webpage and it is mbtgfoundation at gmail.com Also, please listen and subscribe to Mo's podcast, The 360 Lady, 
which is available on all podcast apps. It's truly inspiring and equips you to thrive in all areas of your life. Don't forget about AFBE UK Biennial Awards in Aberdeen in November. Nominations opened on the 17th of February as did ticket sales. Only 500 tickets available with early bird discounts so don't be disappointed and remember get those nominations in too. If you enjoyed this episode of Engineering Success, I'd love for you to share it with someone you feel would benefit from listening to it. And also subscribe so you never miss an episode. We've got more great guests coming soon. So, until the next episode, have a great day and I hope you succeed in all you do.